You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And I'm up late, or early. I guess it depends on how you look at it. It's almost 1.30 in the morning here on the West Coast. It's messing around tonight. Finished my journaling. Played around a little bit with some mix stuff with Bobuta Freestyle music, creativity, and I thought, you know what, I'll bet my note from the universe has arrived, and guess what, I was right, right there, waiting for me in my inbox, so I thought, let me go over there and see what it says today, so that's the purpose of this call right here, this segment, this recording, is today's A Note from the Universe, Mike Dooley. Tut.com. Here's what today's message says. Bobby, soon the new year starts. So now's a great time to, one, wipe the slate clean. Two, focus upon what you really want. Three, chart your course. Or, is that a bit old school? Feels tiring. Ugh, ugh. How about an adventurous alternative? Number one, give thanks that your life is exactly as it is. Number two, decide that 2018 will be the happiest year of your life yet. And number three, every day follow your heart and instincts down new paths. This will be your year Bobby, the universe. Wow. Oh yeah, and you know the best part. The caption at the bottom. Here's what it says. You really are ready, Bobby, and your incredible, fabulous, amazing, inspiring blog is ready for you. That's it. I wonder if that blog could be an audio blog. Hmm. I just wonder if an audio blog could be incredibly fabulous, amazing, and inspiring. I think it could be. That is today's A Note from the Universe. The good news is, there will be a blog too in 2018. I assure you, there's a lot coming in 2018. It really is going to be a year to remember. And it's available for each and every one of us. Embrace your childlike curiosity and fascination for life and let yourself just play. Let your imagination run wild inside your own head and know that you have the capacity to create and bring into existence whatever you choose. I am so looking forward to this year. What a great message 
to move me one day closer to 2018. Wow. Unbelievable. Why don't you, let's go back to the basics. Wipe the slate clean. Focus upon what you really want and chart your course. <laughs> I don't think so. It kind of feels tiring and a bit old school and maybe boring. How about an adventurous alternative instead? Yeah, that's the one I'm down for. Oh, and by the way, did I mention how incredibly freaking grateful I am for the opportunity to be grateful? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm alive. I'm awake. I'm here. I'm recording this. What a blessing. I'm breathing. Some people didn't wake up today. Life is such a great gift. I'm so blessed. Thank you. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And I have a question for you this morning. I've asked this question before, but sometimes it's good to ask a question more than once. Because as human beings, I think what we need a lot more of, rather than instructing... It's just reminding. As a matter of fact, most of the things that we need to know, we learned all the way back in kindergarten. So as a gentle reminder, here's my question for today. How do you start your day? How does your day begin? And what I mean by how does your day begin, in other words, once you're up and out of the bed, what do you do like next, like after you take care of, you know, necessities? After you've taken care of the necessary elements that are usually involved when we first roll out of bed in the morning, what's the first few minutes of your day look like? What do you dedicate time to? You hear a track of music in the background. That's gratitude. It's inspirational background music by Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. And the question is, why is that important? In my not-so-humble opinion, because we've established that my opinion really isn't very humble anymore. <laughs> it used to be. It used to be very humble. And then I discovered the, um, the artist's manifesto, courtesy of Larry over at the Daily Lair. And ever since then, I have decided that I don't have to apologize for anything. As a matter of fact, I can celebrate who I am and what I'm all about in the way that I express myself. And one of the ways that I express myself is with my opinion. And I don't ever have to apologize for my opinion ever again. So I won't. So I won't say ever again in my humble opinion. What I will say is in my bold opinion or in my not so humble opinion. So in my bold opinion or my not so humble opinion, I would suggest that you consider taking a little bit of time for yourself in the morning to get centered. It's going to be up to you to determine what practice works best for you for that. And it doesn't have to be a long time. You could listen to this track right here that I have going. It's like three minutes, no, it's like probably four minutes long. I can't remember the exact time. But yeah, I think this particular one is like four minutes long. You could listen to this on Spotify and if you wanted more than four minutes you could hit the little green circle at the bottom one time and it's gonna loop and you'll hear it twice my point in this is very simple stopping pausing 
breathing and taking time to establish what you want to experience in the day and from the day will set the standard for how your day goes. If you get out of the bed in the morning and it starts with chaos, and for those of you that have small children, I know how hard it can be. I raised three children myself. I understand. I haven't forgotten that. I will never forget that. So for you, your day might start 30 minutes before you know that you're ever going to encounter any of that. Why would you do that? You would do that for you because that's the gift you're going to give to yourself. That's part of self-care. You, to be the best you you can be, you have to take care of you first. Many of you are new to the platform and don't know a lot about my background. I'm an oncology nurse by background and I'm a support group facilitator. I work with cancer patients on a regular basis. I work with caregivers as well. So one of the things that I focus on with them is getting them to remember that they need to take care of themselves. And I'm talking about the caregivers. Because for them to be the very best caregiver they can be, if their battery is not recharged, then they're never going to be capable of doing the things they need to do to be that best caregiver. Okay, I'm at 4 minutes and 30 seconds. This thing's going to loop right now. Uh, it's going to loop right now at 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And it loops right back to gratitude. And I'm right back in gratitude. Oh, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah, that's Mel Robbins, right? Another way to start your day by getting out of the bed. Get up. Get out of the bed. Give yourself 30 minutes. Or give yourself 5. Whatever you have. It's up to you.
that is the sounds of gratitude. Inspirational background music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. You can use that track to go wherever you want in your mind. I just came back from Rocky Mountain National Park. Where are you going? Melissa from A Yogi Kitchen. This is Bobby from Lighthouse Reflections. The purpose of my call is very simple. I just wanted to say thank you, to express my gratitude to you for taking the time to favorite my station, to check out the content. And I had a chance to have a brief, brief listen over on your station. When I saw Yogi, I thought I knew what it meant, but I wasn't sure. Sometimes titles aren't what they appear to be, but I quickly found that you are and your content is exactly what I hoped it would be. Yoga has become a big part of my life this year. Breath is so important to me, as are so many other things. Stations couldn't exist without listeners, so I thank you from the very bottom of my heart. It's Friday. It's the final Friday of 2017. And this is a check-in behind this message from Melissa over at Yogi Kitchen. She's got a little exercise for us to consider, right? It's always for consideration. Nothing's mandatory. We choose what we do or don't do in life. Information is presented to us, ideas are presented to us, and then we make choices. We choose to participate or not. We choose to listen or not. We choose to read or not. We choose to reflect or not. The track in the background is Don't Take Life for Granted. Melissa from Yogi Kitchen is saying, listen, this is the last Friday of the, of the year. Let's pause for a moment. Let's check in with ourselves. Let's check in with our bodies. Let's check in with our breathing. Let's take a moment of self-care. In my not-so-humble opinion, it doesn't get much better than that. So, if you're of a mind to, if you believe it might be beneficial for you, then just take the time. Gift yourself the time to listen to what Melissa has to offer. And then if you want to go deeper, there's even more on her station. Okay, so that's it for me for this introduction. The power of breathing, the power of breath, the power of pause, the power of reflection. Take time for you. Gift yourself five minutes. All right, that's it for me. Take care.
don't take life for granted. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, knew I was running close to the end of the track and needed to get back up here and be able to uh, close my ending. And I was downstairs doing my push-ups and sit-ups. You know I cannot go to my kitchen without walking past my weights and without walking past my my push-up uh, my push-up assisters which are actually my weights. I used to use I actually have this set of Nike push-up things that are kind of cool but they're wobbly and my weights my uh, my 15 pound weights or my 20 pound weights get me up off the ground and put my wrists in a good position but I can't go to the kitchen to get a cup of coffee without walking past my stuff. Take care everybody. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections and the track in the background is Change the Way You Look at Things. And here's what happens when we do that. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I'm going to share a YouTube segment with you now. <laughs> Don't let this happen to you. Whatever you do, do not let this be you as you come into the new year, as you embrace the new year, as you embrace the new you and your new life and your new exercise routine. Do not, whatever you do, do not let this be you. If you let this be you, then you're going to be destined to the same kind of life that this woman is probably going to have if she continues on this path. You know, if, I, if, you, if some mafia person came here and said, I'm going to kill your children if you don't exercise every day, how many think you could find a way to exercise every day, no matter what your time constraints may be? Did Tony Robbins so just badmouth the mafia there? Remember this. Change is never a matter of ability. It's always a matter of motivation. What did he say? I'll say that again. Change is never a matter of ability. It's always a matter of motivation or drive, having strong enough reasons. If you got a strong enough reason, you could figure out the time, couldn't you? So the biggest part of life and time management is knowing what you want and having enough reasons to follow through. But there is one more piece. If you make enough reasons to follow through and you know what you want, but you make the task overwhelming, you'll be overwhelmed. Don't make the task overwhelming. So I said to her, Forget what I said. Let's just say you're really going to start exercising. You're this is Tony regular. having a How conversation with what, a lady what, about what's exercise. What's involved with exercising? What's involved with exercising? What do you focus? She goes, well, if I was going to work out regularly, I, I, I'd have to find a, a club to join. I said, okay, well, so then what? She goes, well, what, you want to know the whole process? Yes, tell me the whole process of what it would take to exercise. She goes, oh my God. I, I, Are you I, ready for I, this? I, this I, is I crazy. Listen to this. Like this is wild. Around my home. And I, you know, then I have to look through those and say, which one is probably closest or which one is you know, probably nicest. And I don't really know, so I probably have to search on the web and like read about each of them and get a sense and see the pictures of the place. But of course, you know, it's never the way they really show it to you. They always show you the best pictures. It's not really that nice. So then I have to get in my car and I got to find these places. So you know, I have to Google the location and look it up. And then I drive there. And you know, a lot of times the instructions are wrong on Google. So sure enough, I get the place that's not even the right place. And then I have to call the place on my cell phone. Then after I call the place, I can write down the directions. Of course, I probably don't have a pen. I mean, you know how it is when you're driving. 
And so finally I get a pen, I draw down the directions, or try to remember in my mind, and I get to the place, and now I gotta get a ticket, you know, you get that ticket, and then I gotta go find a parking space, and then I find a parking space, and what do I gotta do? Now I gotta go into this place. And when you go in the place, you can't just go look around. They want to escort you, don't they? Some salesperson wants to escort me, so I gotta go with the salesperson. They walk me around, they show me the locker room, and they show me this, and they show me that, and they show me all the stuff. And then let's say I wanna even buy it here. I can't just give my credit card. They want me to fill out a little application. Like I'm two years old again. I'm in high school. Oh, come on, give me a break. And then I fill out the application. I got to pay them. And then they want to sell me a 10 million year membership. And I just want to try this for six months. And then after all that, then they want to take a picture that looks worse when you take it than your driver's license. Plus, after that, now what I do? Now I got to flash the car, go into workout. And what I got to do workout? I got to take off all my clothes. And I got to hang them up in this tiny little locker where my stuff doesn't really fit. And it's going to get wrinkled. And I know it's going to fall off. And it's going to get wrinkled. It's going to be terrible. And so let's say now I do that. And so I go to the first station. I got to figure out which station to go to. So now they probably want to give me some trainer who's going to tell me what to do. But let's say I do it on my own. I go to the first station. Somebody's sitting, some sweaty, smelly person who gets up and they, they got sweat all over. So now I got to take my towel and I got to wipe it all off. And then, and then I got to adjust the weight. And then I don't know what the right weight is. I got to adjust it again and get the hassle, figure out how to adjust it. And then I finally do my exercise. And then I got to wipe the thing off. And then I got to find the second station. And maybe there's somebody there. Maybe it's all sweaty. And I don't know the numbers. And after I do all these ones, station after station after station after station, now I gotta go to the locker room and take off my sweaty clothes, which I'm gonna put in a bag, which I know is gonna stink up my car. And then I gotta go in and take a shower, and maybe I'll first do a steam room or something, but then I'm gonna see body parts of other people I don't even wanna see. And then, then I gotta go and I gotta do my hair and I gotta do my makeup all over again. I gotta start all over my makeup and do the whole thing and all these little pieces. And then I gotta put on my now wrinkled clothes. And now I can't even just leave. I gotta go to the front and I gotta get my ticket stamped so I don't have to pay for it. Then I gotta find the car, which I forgot where it is. And then I gotta show it to the guy and then I drive out. That's what it takes to work out. Is it any well, wonder? It is it any wonder some it. people just don't get started? What do you mean just do it? Well, wow. I don't know. What, what kind you want? Tell you. Okay. That's what it takes to work out. Well, what does it take to eat? Just do it. What do you mean just do it? Well, I don't know. What, what kind you want? Tell you. Okay. I know 12 places. Let's go. Well, what do you mean? See, eating is one chunk. Exercising is 3,229. Where every little step of what I gotta do, I think about all, all the consequences and the elements and the pieces. And that's why they don't do it. They're overchunked. What you focus on, you feel what you feel. You are moved to somehow actuate. Change a question, change your life. When it comes to planning your life, I want to get you to learn to ask three questions now. And the first one is not, what am I going to do? And how many understand why now? Say, I. The question you want to ask yourself is, what do I want? What's my outcome? What's my result? The word RPM, the first one is to get you focused on the target. The target is not the activity. The activity can change. It's what the, what's the result I'm after. If you know exactly what it is you really want, what you desire, what you're really after, clarity is power. The more clear you are in specifically what you want, the faster your brain can get you there. But if you're generally saying things like, what do I want? Well, you know, I want more money. Fine, here's a dollar. Get out of here. Did you catch that? Did you achieve the outcome? Yeah. When you're that general, you, may be, you think you're not getting your goal. You are. The way you language your goal, the way you think about it, you're receiving it. Words you know, are you know, so I, important. You know, I want to feel a bit better. 
I want to lose some weight. Fine, you lost a pound, you're done. Because your brain's like a servo mechanism in a bomb and a missile. The old days, you shoot a missile, and the target was going, and if you missed the trajectory, you missed it. Today, what happens when the missile's not on course? What happens? It locks on the heat signature, what does it do? It moves and follows it. That's the way your brain is if it knows the outcome, if it knows the result. So RPM starts with, I get another result. This is a results planning system. Cool. Rapid planning method, you can think of it as a results, results planning system. I need to know the result and after before Outcomes. I ever ask myself what to do. Begin with that the end takes in mind. Time. But it's worth it. What do you desire? Now, for time's sake, I'm not going to do this with you right now, but I'll tell you what I do when I've taught this to people and I've got a full weekend to do this in. Just give you a picture. If I asked you right now to write out your name, your full name. Now, some of you abbreviate your signature, but write out your full name in cursive. Go and do that one time. Write out your full name in cursive. I can't even use the word cursive. Is that really the word people still use? It means in handwriting, I guess, but in cursive. Just write out full name. because You can do this later on. Now, if I had you get with a partner, and you can try this later if you want. I'm just going to tell you because I don't want to take the time because we have such limited time today. And I have your partner say to you with a stopwatch here, okay, ready? And I go, go. And you write it out. And you tell me when you're done. I go, stop. And I write down how long that was. So let's say you wrote out your signature and it took five seconds. And they say, ready? Write it out. Ready? Go. You tell me you're done. Stop. And I write down five seconds. I have to do that ten times. You'll find in the beginning you'll be, let's say, six seconds. I'm making it up. Every signature is different. And you probably might get down to as little as five seconds. If you have like an iPhone, you could do it as a digital stopwatch. You could see the milliseconds. Then I say to you, I want you guys to write every other letter in cursive. In other words, you're going to write half as many letters. How long do you think it would take to do it? Half as much time? Most of you will take twice as much time in the beginning. And then eventually, what's interesting is, if I do it ten times, and the last two or three, and this makes no logical sense, and again, I don't want to take the time to have all of you do this ten times, ten times, ten times, but you can go do it on your own, I'll just tell you the result. In most cases, even though you're doing half as many letters, you cut it by two-thirds of the time. There's something happens when you break an old pattern and you do it fresh. Your brain over the years has learned ways to move more rapidly since when you did your original signature, and you'll do it a third the amount of time. It'll take twice as much at first, and then it'll cost you a third amount of time. Now, let me tell you why I'm telling you this. The system I'm calling the rapid planning method, by the time I show it to you, you're going to go, this takes more time than just making my to-do list. It will win. When will it take more time? When? Initially. But once you get it in your nervous system, it'll take you less time because your brain will be thinking in outcomes and not activities. And when you think in terms of outcomes and not activities, pretty soon some of the activities in your list you don't even need to do to get the outcome. You find a better way to get the outcome quicker. Now, how do you do that? He asks three questions. Question one, what is my result? What is my outcome? What is it I really, truly want from this? If you're going back... That's just another method. Don't take your life for granted. It's easy growing up in this world to take almost everything for granted. The amount of people that started with nothing and achieved insane success... Well, the stories are everywhere. These people took advantage of their opportunities. They were always on the lookout for new opportunities to grow themselves and to take their lives to a higher level. Miracles will never present themselves to those that have lost hope. You are never going to attract great things in your life if you have lost faith. 
this world is against you. This world will be against you. You will attract that energy into your life. Whatever you are putting out is always coming back at you full circle. It's like a boomerang. If you are throwing out your story of hardship and bad luck, this universe is going to throw back more examples of hardship and bad luck for you to deal with. However, if you feel this world is conspiring in your favor, miracles will show up in your life. Chance encounters, an opportunity that may seem insignificant, will lead to something much greater. Unexpected friendships, abundance, real blessings. This world will always reflect back to you your very own attitudes and beliefs. Be brave enough to expect miracles. Be brave enough to know you deserve miracles. Never stop believing. Faith, your energy will bring about constant magic. Multiply magic, and you have a special life. A life worth living. A life you deserve. Be open to miracles. We all have the power to be great. We all have the power to become so much more than we are. So much more inside and out. Trust this world. It's always got your back. Don't take this life for granted, fearless soul. Hope you guys enjoyed that. My absolute pleasure to bring it forward. I've got one more for you right after this. Don't take a single moment of your life for granted. Very moment, someone is taking their last breath and would give anything for a few more moments on this earth. You have so many blessings. Think about them right now. Feel how blessed you are. Acknowledge how blessed you are. Shout it out. I am blessed. I am blessed. Thank you for all my blessings. Thank you for all my blessings. Trust that everything will work out for you. Maybe not exactly as you planned, but perfectly for the evolution of your soul. Trust that whatever you have been asking for is on its way. It will come at the perfect time when you are ready to receive it. Stress will not bring it in any faster. Anxious feelings will not bring it in any faster. Positivity and making a decision to feel good, regardless of whether it is here or not, that will make everything better. Just decide to feel as though you already have it. Feel how you would feel if you needed nothing else on earth what we're all seeking, the feeling that we have.
you exactly what you want at the exact moment you ask for. Not because you don't deserve it, but because you deserve more. Because you deserve the journey. Because you deserve the growth. Trust that everything will work out for you. Not exactly as you planned, but in perfect time. And exactly how you need at this stage of your life. Never give up on what you want in life. Every tough moment will pass. And everything will come good. If you keep going. If you give up, it will not come. If you keep going, it can. Have faith. Believe everything will come good. Speak abundance into your life. I believe everything I want is coming to me. I know I deserve abundance. I am ready for abundance. I know this moment will pass. I will grow from this experience. I decide to feel good now, no matter what. If you have faith, if you trust, it will happen. It will come. Take nothing and no one for granted. Live fully from your soul. Fearless Soul. Check them out. They're awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed that once again. As always, my pleasure to bring it forward. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and the track in the background is Time. Inspirational background music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. A great lead-in to this next segment. Jim Rohn, one of the very best ever, on enlightened self-interest and time. I think you guys are going to appreciate this one. Let's see if I can't get Jim to go ahead and just come up with a seamless transition to the video. I think that would be awesome. Now, I want to get busy on the first couple of subjects for today. Everybody that's okay, say I'm okay. Here's the first subject that I found so interesting I want to share with you. Then I want to talk about personal development. The subject that I started listening to age 25 that revolutionized my whole life from my mentor, Mr. Earl Schof. Here's an interesting subject. Just jot it down. It's called Enlightened Self-Interest. Enlightened Self-Interest. It's a fascinating study to study the idea of self-interest. But just make this note. All of us, you know, have self-interest. The key is for it to be enlightened so that everybody wins and no one loses. Our first interest is to survive. What does it take to survive? Our second interest is to succeed. What does it take to succeed? What does it take for me personally to survive and to succeed? Can I legitimately be interested enough in the things that help me both succeed and survive? And here's what I discovered. The answer is yes. 
It's possible to exercise self-interest, but to do it in such a way that no one loses, everyone benefits. Key phrase, life was not designed to give us what we need. Life was designed to give us what we deserve. We do not reap a harvest in the fall because we need it. We reap a harvest in the fall because we deserve it. Not necessarily from a moral standpoint. Of course, there are some moral laws as well, spiritual and moral laws. But just the basic laws that simply say, if you wish to reap, you must plant. So jot this down. Reaping is reserved for the planters. And the reason they reap is because they deserve it. They're the planters. They deserve to reap. Interesting Bible phrase that says, if, if you keep knocking, you'll find open doors. Good phrase to jot down. If you keep knocking, you'll find open doors. Doors of opportunity. Doors of a chance to meet someone. Doors open for association. Doors open to find someone special. Doors open to find a, a unique business colleague. If you keep knocking, the door... The phrase says, doors of opportunity are open to those who continually knock. So we don't find open doors of opportunity because we need them. We find them because we deserve them. Only those who knock deserve to find an open door. But the promise is, if you continually knock, you'll find doors of opportunity. It says, if you search, you will find. So make the note, it's good. Finding is reserved for the searchers because they deserve it. Now, at first they may have needed it, but they now know that just needing it is not sufficient. But if they need it, now they must qualify for it. The reason why you're going to be blessed with good ideas this weekend is because you've come searching gotten on an airplane to come searching got in your automobile to come searching you got here searching now you're ready to receive and for those who search they will find answers they will find plans imagination to stir yourself into action for future benefit there you go Jim Rohn one of the best ever that's the first segment Time is precious. Life is not just the passing of time. Life is not just the passing of time. Life is a collection of experiences, their frequency and their intensity. Life is not just watching the clock tick away. Life is a collection of experiences, their intensity, their frequency. When my friend Mark died at age 44, someone says, that's young to die. But what if he lived four lifetimes in one? It might not be too young. Whatever the span of your life turns out to be, here's what you want to fill it up with, experiences and the intensity of those experiences. But now let's talk about the management of time. Now, jot this down. Approaches to the management of time. Here's the first one. Ignore the subject. I mean, that's good advice. Don't let anything overly bug you. 
Because remember now, you don't have to do anything. Someone says, well, i got to get a handle on my time. Nan says, no, you don't. If you want to let it all go, you can let it all go. I mean, this is good advice. Somebody says, you ought, you ought, you ought. Jot this down. Ignore all the you oughts. Or you should. Only if they're giving general information. We should. It's better to say if you're teaching, we should. Not you should. We should. Then you let me listen in without it being too confrontational. If everyone did this, see, that'd be great. And then you give a person a chance to choose to do it or not to do it. But when you start the you ought, you ought, now see if I don't, now see we've got some tension and maybe some problems. So you ought seem to always create problems. Because this is personal dignity. And you don't want to destroy someone's dignity by doing all the oughts and then they feel reluctant to do it. Now we've got problems. So if you want to, just ignore this subject on time management. Now here's the next one. Step down to something easier. The guy's in sales and he says, oh, I want to own the company. Finally owns the company. Now he's got no time to play golf. He said, when I was in sales, I was making big money playing golf three days a week. Heck with this owning something. Heck with managing. My life was never my own after I started to manage. I'm going back to sales. See, this is the key. If you're getting too pressed, you might consider stepping down to something with a little easier time pressure. Little girl says to her mother, Daddy comes home, brings his briefcase and pats me on the head and says hello, disappears and works on his papers. How come my daddy doesn't play with me? And her mother said, look, your daddy loves you very much, but he's so busy at work, he can't get it all done, he has to bring it home. He loves you, but that's why he can't play with you. And the little girl said, why don't they just put him in a slower group? <laughs> so, jot this down now. If you don't have time for your kids, you might consider joining a slower group. Remember when I said some things I went for cost me too much? So reconsider. Next key to time management. And that's work longer and harder. But see, there's a limit to that. I almost lost my health the first year. I went so crazy about personal development and achievement. I just went bonkers. You know, I told you I was skinny. By the end of that first year, I was a walking shadow. And then it suddenly occurred to me, what if I got rich and too ill to spend it? I mean, that was a shocker. So I started developing a little more reasonable because I said, if 12 hours won't do it, I'll work 14. If that won't do it, I'll work 18. I mean, how many hours it takes. And sure enough, it cost me too much. So see, working longer and harder for some might be appropriate. You know, if you're just sitting around not doing that much, this might be good, work longer and harder. But you can only work so hard. Here's the key, not to work harder, but smarter. When you've worked as hard as you can, doing the best you can in terms of physical output in the time, reasonable time, now, here's the ultimate in the management of time, and that is you simply become more skillful. When I first got into sales, you know, I was around people that could get, you know, 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10. And when I first started, I could only get 1 out of 10. But here's what I did. I worked around the clock, around the clock, so that I would make up in numbers what I lacked in skill. That's good in sales. You got to jot that down. This continues on. I'll let you guys listen if you choose to. The link will be here for you. All right, that's it for now.